0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now during the week I did an interview for a well-known accounting and finance magazine where I was asked some questions on how I manage my digital presence and I thought it could be worth maybe sharing some of those thoughts that I had because it is a common question that I do get from uh, listeners uh, who write in, message me in terms of what sort of things they should be doing. I mean at the end of the day it's not one of those things that you get taught when you're at university or you're studying for your finance and accounting exams on, you know, you don't really get shown how to handle and manage your digital presence. So, you know, I think nowadays it's very important. I mean, I mean how many HR departments or recruiters or even hiring managers check out potential candidate profiles on Google or check out their social media posts. I mean, I will put my hand up and I will say, I, I, I've done it, you know? So, you know, it's all, I think it's also important to bear in mind that saying, which is, you know, you are who Google says you are when it comes to your digital presence. So the questions I generally get asked are, you know, how do you manage your accounts? What advice uh, can you give to someone on how to build their brand? Uh, what things that are must-dos versus not-dos? Uh, do I have any goals around how much I post? Uh, how do I uh, get the time to go do all of this and do all the other things? Am I strategic or just do stuff on the fly? Um, are there topics I stay away from? Uh, and also, what are the type of benefits you gain from having an online presence? Well, uh, I suppose first off, I'm not a marketing expert. I'm just an accounting and finance professional who's probably made a load of mistakes and found a few things that have worked um, You know, along the journey to growing a successful global finance podcast with an audience in over 150 countries. Um, but I think the big thing for me is learning so much from the guest mentors who we bring on the show, and that's helped, I suppose, accelerate some of the the, the successes that we've had in terms of growing strength in the numbers. So there's sort of three things I'd suggest you sort of focus on. The first one is uh, be strategic. You know, why are you doing this in the first place? Why do you want to to have a digital presence? What are you trying to achieve? And, and then work back from there is what does that mean you need to be doing to gain the digital presence? presence you want you know i think a common thing for a lot of our younger finance and accounting professionals is that they they look at your your number of followers or they want loads of followers i you know i'd suggest and and i'm not trying to be too critical here it's a bit shallow you know um it's like some marketing agencies there's a another well-known podcaster in finance and he was telling me that they don't even want to engage in a conversation with you unless you have ten thousand twitter followers at least I mean, like we all know, Twitter followers can be bought, uh, can be done by robots, and it's the same with LinkedIn. You can really accelerate your followers on LinkedIn by following uh, some sort of, uh, how do you say, uh, connection-type funnels. Are methods to inflate your number of followers doesn't mean necessarily they're very good quality. But what I would say is perception is everything. You know, I have tried the whole follower thing myself, and I did feel the process, um, shallow in fact one previous guest mentor advised you know he only accepts genuine connections and I suppose that's why nowadays I prefer engaging in a constructive dialogue um, with with those I connect with so I can either learn how to help them uh, or how I can learn from them so you know next time you do a connection request or accept one try and engage in a in a conversation and, and see if, if you can offer a genuine value to each other, maybe not now, but over time, knowing what people are looking for and, and where you could perhaps help. And I suppose also being part of strategic is, let's say you wanna be perceived expert either within a particular finance area or, or seem like you have a broad understanding of, of the profession, you know, then you know, what would that have to look like for you to gain that image or reputation? Let's say you could be saying, well, is it that you've written 50, 1,000 word articles or blogs on the topic? You know, if you think about it, that could then neatly translate into a book, another credibility factor you can build. You know, and if you think about it, if you did one article a week, then by the end of the year, you've done your 50 articles. And another question then is, where are you going to get the time to do all of this? Um, I mean, personally, I find about 30 minutes a day to go on the likes of LinkedIn or my my, uh, Strength in the Numbers inbox and respond to emails and IMs because for me, again, connection and adding value uh, to our audience is important. So if you're not being strategic and you're always reacting, then are you really being as effective as you could be when it comes to managing your online or digital presence? The second thing I'd suggest is be constructive. Um, Dale Carnegie's words, uh, you know, to don't criticize, condemn or complain, continually ring in my ears. And I think it's a really good approach. So I stay away from things like um, politics, religion, family. They're just too personal and people have strong beliefs around these areas. And who am I to, to judge or or comment on those? Um, we did have a guest mentor on the show, uh, Martin Gilchrist, who actually suggested some good ideas in, in building a supportive network or what I call like a brand myself, actually, but but you know, his ideas were one start something. Now, if you if you can't start something like a group, um, sort of a members network, a meetup, uh, then maybe join something. You know, there's a lot of value in being a very good follower or or the first follower, or the second follower to get something off the ground. I, I particularly find that when it comes to charities and volunteering, that's that's a very good thing to do, is join something. It's amazing the connections that you get, but also the ability to and a sense of um, accomplishment for making a difference and giving back. Um, I just said giving back, but what about giving away free stuff that might help others, some advice or connecting them with resources. Engage in opportunities, and that was one of my favourite sayings, Martin, conversations lead to opportunities. So again, I think that's another great way of building your brand. If you don't put yourself out there, how do you know what opportunities are there? And you know what, what's the point in doing this if you're not having fun? So when you are making those connections, you know, try and follow up with people. If you're meeting them digitally, then try and find times to, to, you know, meet face to face or have group chats, uh, spend time together, you know, and you know, it's a great way then of connecting like-minded people with other people who might be able to help them. I mean, that's what I'm always continually looking to do is connect like-minded people together. Then I get known as a connector of people rather than just a a purveyor of value. And that allows you to achieve more influence and and presence uh, rather than trying to do everything yourself. And my final bit of advice or a third bit of advice would be don't take it personally. Everyone has an opinion. It may not be your opinion, but everyone still has one. And if you start sharing and putting your thoughts and ideas and comments out there, you know the people that you want to find it will find it and you'll end up connecting with like-minded people and having a fantastic journey. you know most people will actually agree with you. Some won't everyone has an ego of some sort, and that's okay that's that's for their that's for them to own. you know um, I've had situations where people have made false allegations and malicious allegations about things that I've allegedly done or not done. Um, they might call you. They might get fo- uh, hold of your phone number, leave nasty voicemails, you know. And and these are people who go around saying they're chartered accountants or certified accountants, and they feel like it's okay to hold other people to high standards, but perhaps not themselves. So I just choose not to engage with those people, you know. And um, but if you do put yourself out there, these things can and do happen. You won't please everyone. That's why I'll go back to point one, is be strategic. As long as you are putting yourself out there with positive intent, you're being constructive, and you're serving the people you want to and being the best you can be, then these things are sort of speed humps, they'll pass. And of course, you know, if you can find a great team or group of people around you and you start something, then you know, your presence may actually become known as being through a brand. It makes it less personal. So, for example, at Strength in the Numbers, you know we've a, a fantastic team admin who does a lot of our posts and marketing now. And and that helps others find our content and resources and adds value to them. And it also allows us and myself to to comment on these posts without being the originator. So it gives us a little bit of dependence and objectivity. So, so it means that people can't necessarily attack us personally. They, if they want to attack anyone, it's the brand and we would always then bring them back to the content of the post to again make the conversation objective. So it's much harder to take it personally when you do things that way. And of course, you probably want to know what are the benefits then of, of having a digital presence. Well, I find personally, like finance and accounting professionals, we're a curious bunch, so I find it's a great way of learning. I just learn so much from people. You know, as much as we might connect digitally, and interact Italy, i get to travel the world and meet up with the connections i've made from having that digital presence other accountants and finance professionals that i wouldn't have had the occasion to meet otherwise you know i've had them show me around their cities their cultures their towns enjoy dinners drinks coffees together learn so much more about their worlds than i otherwise would have and i, I feel like i've grown as a as a human being so the digital has really helped become i think a better human uh, and also you know, you get to share these uh, learnings, like on this podcast, this Monday memo. You get to share at events when you meet other connections face to face instead of digitally. It's it's a bit of a strange thing, but you know, when I go to these events now, I don't feel like I'm a stranger anymore. You know, I get a warm welcome from those attending the events. I think because because of the work of our team, at you know, strengthening the numbers, what we do now, it's it's a really great um, development, a personal development opportunity for me. Uh, To actually go and speak at these events and and mingle and connect with people rather than sitting in a a, a Workshop a lecture hall or or watching an online LinkedIn learning video And I also you know get some monetary compensation nowadays for for doing this whereas in the early days I wouldn't have um, You know I can bring these learnings back to my role as a finance leader too So uh, so the teams I work with you know, we would never have come across the idea such as Microsoft teams Trello Uh, dynamic resource allocation if it wasn't having that digital presence and putting ourselves out there and you know I get to write these best-selling books on finance and make a difference by creating more influential finance professionals it's a great way to to improve our impact in society because if you think about it if we've got more finance professionals supporting better decisions more sustainable decisions in our organizations then we're creating a better place for all of us to grow into and have better lives and again i think that's a common aim of the guest mentors we bring onto the show when they share their stories about what works what doesn't and gives those different perspectives so it reduces some of the the fear and the complexity that all this digital disruption and digital world we live in uh, is creating so look hope you found this episode uh, very useful if you did please remember to Uh, Subscribe at all the major platforms that your friends and colleagues know about it. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify. And we really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.